This is the Jay Che Show, brought to you by Karate Beyond. Discipline, focus, confidence. KarateBeyond.com. Let's begin. And so, is that affecting uh, yeah, it's, your voice? It's like I basically yell all day long. <laughs> In order to project. Hey, that, that, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's my thing. Occupational right? hazard. So, uh, yeah, I have, I have a lot, have in, a common. lot in common in regards to uh, mm-hmm. being a, a teacher. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you may certainly. Well, we should, we should record No, this, no, it's so. okay. We're, I'm recording now. This is all good. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Great. And actually, you, if you want to, I mean, like, literally, you're, you're okay. going to kiss the mic, essentially. Yeah. So, yeah, Jay, you, um, you and I have a lot in common because I, you know, I have not, studied your discipline, but I was trained as a classical ballerina, as a dancer. And so I have tremendous respect for any discipline that requires excellence out of children, because I think the training is exceptional. And, um, so yeah, I spend a lot of time helping kids now in my work at the Rise Institute at Lakeland Christian School, understand what it is to work as hard as they can work. And that's an experience that's outside um, what a lot of kids right. know. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I tell um, my students at the dojo, I let them know, I ask them a question and I, and I say, uh, do you feel like you're a, you're a lucky person? Mm-hmm. And I say, raise your hand if you feel like you're a lucky person. And so you'll get like half the class that'll raise their hand right up. And then, you know, the other half won't raise their hand. They don't feel like they're lucky. And I say, I say, if you didn't raise your hand, I'm going to give you some news. You are extremely lucky. Do you know why? Because you are lucky enough to be at Karate Beyond at the dojo, have parents or family that's willing to pay the money, the good money, mm-hmm. to Bring you here. You live in Polk County, in the city of Lakeland, in the United States of America. Amen. And so you have won the life lottery. You have won the universe lottery of being privileged and lucky enough to be here now. Absolutely. So when I say that, the wheels start turning. And they're like, yeah, I'm very lucky. I'm extremely lucky. And what comes out of that kind of, it's privilege. What comes out of that kind of privilege is a tremendous responsibility to figure out how you can use the one life you have to serve. And that's what I preach to my students. And, um, you know, I think that's the responsibility that we have. Right. Absolutely. Uh, I wake up more these days thinking about what I, what more I want to do mm-hmm. with myself, less about what I want to get, but more about what I want to do and contribute. Right. Well, that excites me. Jay. excites me more. It's, it, I'm a grown up now. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't always like that. Right. Well, I think I, 40 hit and I, and I turned a corner and I was like, Hmm, there's a little bit more to it. Than me, me, me. Absolutely. Yeah. My father-in-law just turned 88. And um, so I've been thinking a lot about, you know, he seems so young. And you look back on 
his life, he was an educator, and then he um, he was the the chief of staff to then uh, Senator Lawton Childs and ran the kind of walk in Lawton campaigns, which are storied in um, Florida political history. And you look back, and the stories he has and the things he's done are um, are just a reminder that one person in their lifetime can do an incredible amount of good. And that's what I think. Um, that's certainly what I want to spend the rest of my life doing. You're a busy individual. Now, we I don't think we've ever met before. I'm going to adjust your mic a little bit to get a little bit closer to you. Sure. Um, I don't believe we've ever met before, but I know we have many mutual friends. And It's because you're so much younger than I am, Jay. <laughs> I, I don't <laughs> think so. When did you graduate from high school? <laughs> well, 94. Okay, so I graduated in 91. So right. you're younger enough, though, that right. we wouldn't have run in, in exactly the same circle in sure. high school. Sure, sure, right. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, what you're gunning for right now. What I'm gunning for? Well, that's an interesting turn of phrase. So... Um, I am a candidate for the Florida House of Representatives, District 40. And District 40 is basically Lakeland. It's Lakeland plus a little bit to the west, out to County Line Road, a little bit to the south, um, 540, Yule into 540A, the east over to 98, up Cumbie Road, and then it picks up Kathleen, which is great. I'm very happy that that's included because I'm a graduate of Kathleen High School. And so it is my goal to serve our community in the Florida House of Representatives. Um, I'm not a, a political uh, individual. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm very much clueless in terms of politics. And, See, and that I don't believe. I, 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 I don't, yeah, not I don't, I'm not very second. good. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not educated in, in, in those things. Uh, I'm ed- educated in a very social level of, of uh, what's in the immediate you know, area, but you're a small right? business owner. Yeah, yeah. So when you're when I think of House of Representatives, and I think of the Senate, right? I think I think of a bunch of politicians at the Capitol voting on things. What exactly does a person does a, does a person in the House do? That's a great question, and I will tell you that certainly people in the Florida House and the Florida Senate vote on things. That is true. Um, but the thing that I'm the most excited about and the thing that, um, that I think is really the greatest opportunity is what's called constituent service. So what a person who takes on a role um, like that has is the opportunity to help people solve problems that they're having with government. So government is full, unfortunately, of red tape. It, is, it can be very, very challenging to get the answers you need. Sometimes you have a problem that you just, you just can't make your way through to solving, and that is the part that I'm the most excited about. So certainly there are bills that are proposed, and they make their way through, and you, you advocate for your own district. You know, you become, you become the, the head cheerleader along with um, the other members of, of the delegation, but you're the cheerleader for your district. So you are, you have the privilege of building relationships and just looking for ways to 
allow positive things to happen uh, here in Lakeland. And that's exciting to me. You know, I was born in Lakeland. I've lived here with, with the exception of just a, a tiny little bit of time um, in college. And uh, Charles, my husband, served um, in Tallahassee for a couple of years when we were married. And for the most part, this has been home my, my entire life. Got it. Got it. Okay. <sighs> Cheerleader for Lakeland, right? In terms of... I mean, you have to go up to the Capitol. Yeah, so the way right? it works is, um, yeah, and cheerleader, you know, I was a cheerleader in high school. Uh, very proud of that because I loved Kathleen High School and, um, and that experience. And so in addition to being a cheerleader, you are also you know, kind of a warrior. I mean, you, you have to work really, really hard um, and to be a passionate advocate for the, for the interest of the district. So the way it works is uh, there are committee weeks, which actually um, last week was a committee week. And so there are weeks uh, that are not during the legislative session where members of the legislature go to do the work to prepare. And then um, the legislative during the legislative session, you certainly have to be in Tallahassee, but you don't move to Tallahassee. Mm. And another thing that I love about the Florida legislature is the legislature's designed to allow people to continue doing their real job. And the reason that that is so important, I think, is because it is so easy to get into an echo chamber and for sort of the voices of other politicians, um, I prefer the term public servant, but the other folks in the process, to make you forget why it is you were chosen by the people to go serve. And so I think it's a really great thing that people come back and they continue doing their real jobs and they live in the real world. And I, um, and I think that's significant. Okay. Okay. Um, I was listening to uh, another podcast uh, where Tulsi Gabbard was on a podcast and she said that being in the Capitol was like being in high school all over again. <laughs> that there were cliques and there were people that were, that would hang out with one another and align themselves with each other, not based on principles or, or not based on, 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 uh, having opinions on their individual opinions on, on certain things, but because they're part of a, well, party or, or, or a faction of a party. And that, uh, you know, you would never exchange dialogue with someone that would be opposed to your ideas or, or, or very uh, away from ideas that you or your, your group, your group think may have. What are your thoughts on that? So I'm a middle school and high school teacher. So I can talk to you a lot about cliques. <laughs> and I can talk to you a lot about what I tell my students and that is that success in much of life is about your ability to build positive relationships it's easy to do that with people that are like you but the challenge and the and the real opportunity is to build relationships with people that are different and that's where um you know that's that's when life gets 
exciting and full of um, kind of zest <laughs> yeah, and you adventure. You use the word exciting. You use the word exciting for something that is enormously difficult. Sure. But, you know, Jay, I don't spend a lot of my time doing easy things. Um, I think that the opportunity is to go where the challenge is. So I am a conservative Republican. What I mean by that is that I believe that people tend to make wiser choices for themselves. Business people tend to make wiser choices for themselves. Individuals tend to make wiser choices for themselves than government does. Yes. And so that is a perspective that... um, I don't apologize for. I think it's it it is part of how I I orient my thinking. So I'm going to go into conversations at the Florida Capitol or anywhere else, advocating for people. Right. <laughs> and um, and the other thing that I think is is true is that our job, um, if I have the privilege of being elected to the Florida House of Representatives, is to advocate for the region. So there are big decisions that need to be made for the state of Florida, but then there are also decisions that impact us very significantly here in Central Florida. Talk to us about that. Well, so this is Imperial Polk County. And and do you know the story of of why, how that name came? So so it came because um, like Rome, all roads led to Polk County. And so as we think about these big issues that impact us, whether it's looking at transportation and trying to make sure that um, we get our fair share when it comes to transportation dollars, um, and and, and also long-term planning, or whether we're talking about clean water and the impact that that has on us, Um, we look at issues related to growth. There are big things out there now and they will be increasing in the years to come that require a strong voice. And let me say, you asked about, um, you know, factions and things like that. Um, if I had the privilege of being elected to the Florida house of representatives, my job is to be good at my job. Hmm. So, The best way that I can serve the people of District 40 is to become a person who is extremely knowledgeable about the issues, who has strong relationships all around the state. Um, You know, the better I am at that, the more effective I am for the people. I serve on two statewide commissions. I serve on the Florida Commission on the Status of Women. And I serve on the Women's Suffrage Centennial Commission. And so I've had over the last, I don't know, four or five years, some really neat opportunities to build relationships across the state. And that part is really important. And I think it's important. You you know how that works in business. Um, I think most people understand how that works in personal relationships. Um, But the idea that we are just going to be kind or just going to be gracious to people that are like us is, I think, the absolute wrong approach. Got it. Okay. Uh, You you mentioned uh, clean water. Is that a, is, is, I I never thought of 
Polk County or the city of Lakeland um, being under any threat of, of, of not having clean water? What, what, what do you mean well, by that? So when I'm talking about water, I'm talking about the issues that are related to growth and development. You know, this is an incredibly fast growing part of the state. And so um, we have issues related to water that impact us potentially as we look toward um, toward the future and growth. Issues that um, we care a lot about. You know, we, we certainly don't have coastline here um, in the center of the state, but we sure care about it. And so what happens with Lake Okeechobee, issues related to, um, to water impact the entire state. Certainly tourism does. Um, the eastern part of Polk County uh, is home to a lot of folks who work in the tourism industry. And so those are the kinds of statewide issues that I'm talking about that we sure better care about. Um, and I believe that that leadership in the House does care about those issues. And we've seen very significant movement there. And I think mm-hmm. we'll continue to in this session. You know, when I, th- when I think of a uh, conservative Republican, um, you described it as small government, more, uh, I guess, power to the people to make the lower decisions, taxes. lower taxes. Uh, I mean, is that still true in the Republican Party? I mean, how much how much of uh, the Trump administration has changed a lot about what Republicans are? You know, I can't really speak to that as much as I can tell you what I think. Sure. You know, I I I certainly can't speak for for him. But what I can say is that I think that most Republicans continue to care a lot about the things that Republicans have historically cared about. Um, And I think Trump tapped into something really significant, and and that was that people want action. Um, They care a lot about um, where the rubber meets the road. And I think some of the the frustration that that is so evident um, is when there was a belief that politicians were really just kind of out for themselves and they really weren't focused on serving the people. And, um, you know, one of the things I think you need to know about me is that I, I've got this funny thing about work. I love to work. Um, you know, my days start really early and I heard you don't get much sleep. Someone, I, I can't remember who was it I was speaking to, they, and they says, that lady doesn't need sleep. Yeah, I, I don't know, Jay. It's, I, I mean, it's... I'm, it was a compliment, I'm telling well, you. Yeah. I'll tell you, I just get a lot of energy from making things happen. And I'm, you know, I am passionate about a lot of things. The program that I run is is really kind of a rapid prototyping lab for education innovation. I'm interested in how to help kids become everything that they can be. And I believe everybody deserves a shot at, you know, it may sound old fashioned, but a shot at the American dream. And I care a lot about making sure that that happens. So and I'm this running, is through RISE. 
Yeah, right. through, through RISE, because that's where my particular um, area of service has been for the last 15 years. But broader than that, and one of the reasons why I'm running for the Florida House of Representatives is because it's not just about what I do with a fairly small group of, of kids. It's about opening up opportunity, and it's about what I've learned over the last 15 years. I have a master's degree in special education, and I care a lot about um, opening up opportunity for families in the state of Florida, and I think education is a huge part of that. Um, but I just don't, I've got a problem with just talking about it. I'm really interested in the doing of it. Got and it. So, um, and so we do a lot of things, a lot of really diverse things. So I work with kids who do scientific research and work with university level partners to do all kinds of really fascinating work. And I work with kids who build robots and um, STEM kids of, of various types. Um, and my biggest and most important job is to resource those kids and also to be, again, a cheerleader, an encourager, and to set very, very high standards and then to support and encourage them as they work hard to meet it. Wonderful. Um, when do when do this, uh, this come to a vote so far? So as, this uh, is next year. Next year. So... Mm -hmm. um, the election is November of 2022. Um, there will be a primary prior to that. Um, and so I've got a lot of time to be out there really um, listening and learning and talking to folks and um, allowing them to get to know me. You know, one of the challenges of this race is um, being a teacher is a little bit like there are other jobs like this, being a doctor, being an airline pilot. Um, you have to actually be physically present in order to do your job. You, I'm not a politician. I have not run for office, but, uh, but I have to be physically present to do my job. And so it has, uh, you know, I haven't served on every committee in the city of Lakeland. I've certainly done a lot of things. Um, I was the director of community development for Lighthouse Ministries. I run an urban farm. We do all kinds of, of things in the community. But I am eager for people to have the opportunity to get to know me as I am eager to get to know them. Okay. All right. Well said. God, you do a lot. Jeez, <laughs> you do a lot. You're a school teacher. Yeah. And you're running for you know, a seat in the house. Absolutely. And you got an urban farm. And I got a lot of other things. You got you with rise so, and yeah. So how do you find all the time? Well, you know, everybody has the same twenty four hours. Um, I had great parents, and my parents, man, my mother can work me under the table now. And my dad passed away about fifteen years ago. He was a veterinarian. Um, his practice was Cleveland Heights Animal Hospital. Uh, Tom Houghton, and I have three brothers and their wives in town, and. I grew up working in that small business. And when I say I grew up working, I mean, I grew up cleaning cages and scrubbing floors and, you know, that's what you do in a family business. And my dad trained all of us, my brothers and me, to always do 
what is in front of you to be done. And you do it to the very best of your ability. And he did it as really just, I don't know that he ever said it. He just lived it. And I, you know, I'll tell you, I might, hopefully I can tell this story without crying. But um, I remember I was probably 10 or 11 years old and I worked all the time at the, at the animal hospital. And um, I remember there was a sink of dirty dishes. I mean, this would have been in the like early 80s. And we had this little tiny break area. It was just this area in a, in a hallway, sink full of dirty dishes. And, um, you know, I saw that it needed, and it was gross. It had been sitting around for days. And um, I didn't think a whole lot about it, but I just you know, did the dishes. And, and I remember my dad walked by, and, um, and he said, I have been waiting all day to see who would take care of this. He said, I he reached his hand in his pocket. He said, I've had a $20 bill in my pocket just waiting to see who would do this job. And I am so proud that it was you. And you want to teach a kid to always work hard? You say a few things like that at pivotal moments in their life. And, you know, I just enjoy, I enjoy helping people. I enjoy the, I enjoy solving problems that people think are impossible. That is my favorite thing to do. Um, and, and enough of my friends have figured that out now that when they really need something, they'll call me and say, Hey, I've got something. And I just don't think it's possible to solve this problem because <laughs> they're, they know what lights, lights me up and, okay. and difficult challenges are energizing to me. Okay. You're that person. You're it's the, you're, so you're fun, that person. Jay. It is yeah. so fun. It is just so fun. That's a, that's an excellent, excellent story. Um, your father sounded like a heck of a person. Yeah, he was he was really amazing. He believed in people. He would hire people that nobody else really would maybe see something in. Um, and he would see capacity in people that they maybe didn't even see in themselves. And then he would resource them. And I really think, and my dad's, my dad had all kinds of sayings, um, that I say today, um, things like it's hard to get that warm, fuzzy feeling without that. It's hard to get that warm, fuzzy feeling of accomplishment without actually doing anything. Um, and that is part of kind of what has framed my, my life. Man, he sounds splendid. He sounds like a spectacular individual. Yeah. Yeah. Not enough dads out there like that. Well, you know, there are some great, there are some great dads. My husband's a great dad. Um, and I think some of the key to being a great dad is figuring out, and, and a great mom, is figuring out when kids need help and when kids need to be turned loose. Um, our youngest daughter right now is traveling in a um, micro RV. I saw a photo. Yeah. 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 She's taking a little adventure. She's taking a little adventure. And, Good um, for her, by the way. Thank you. And so I think that um, wisdom in, in much of life is figuring out when to pour in and when to step back um, and just let, 
kids or, or let individuals fly. Um, after you've poured into them everything you can pour into them, then, then it's their time. Right. And that's been exciting to watch in our own kids and exciting to watch in so many uh, kids that I've had the privilege of working with. Got it. Got it. Uh, parenthood probably being uh, the most challenging job of them all. Right. And, and knowing when to not do something and let them figure it out versus, you know, stepping in and saying something and kind of giving them some direction. I mean, that is a, a, as a tightrope of a line. Yeah. And you know, I have made so many mistakes. I think that, um, part of success in most things is just holding on through your mistakes. Yeah. But, um, Oh, I, I, I mean, as a parent, I've, I've made every mistake in the yeah. book. I will <laughs> made tell every you, mistake in the book. Yeah. I, I, I did not spend a lot of my parenting career as a stay at home mom, but I did for, for a num for, for several years. And that was the hardest thing I have ever done in my entire life. So I, uh, when, when our daughters were, um, maybe three and five, I became a, maybe two and four, a stay at work mom. So I managed my family's veterinary practice and the kids would come to work with me. And that was just, that was fantastic. And that was far easier than, um, than my years as a stay at home mom. So I celebrate every kind of parent out there doing the best they can. There is nothing oh, harder. They, they, they've experienced it. <laughs> a COVID gave all the parents a, a nice dose of work at home with kids. Oh, yeah. by the way, you want to maybe eat your hairs uh, and there we are. Um, yeah. Uh, when our, when my dojo finally opened its doors, uh, after the lockdown, I mean, people just came back in droves. <laughs> Yeah. Parents are like, thank you, take them. Well, and I've yeah. been teaching in person since August 13th when, when school went back in session. And of course I did the Zoom thing at home with, with everyone else. And now it, our model is is mostly in school, but we still have some kids that are um, virtual. Yeah. And so we, you know, but you just, Jay, you do this all the time and, and, and all the families do you just figure it out? You just do the best you can and you figure it out. And I think sometimes we, you know, it's, it's important to normalize the process and this pandemic, if it's taught us anything, I hope it has taught us grace with one another. I hope it's taught us that everybody's just, we're all just doing the best we can. And the best thing that we can do is, um, love our families take care of each other, check on our neighbors, watch out for people that are in our lives that don't have a lot of support and, um, and be good to each other. Amen. Well put. How many hours of sleep do you get? <laughs> be, be honest now. Be honest. Tell, tell okay. me how many hours last of sleep night, you're honestly getting. Last and, night yeah. was a pretty good night. Um, I slept... I don't know six and a half hours something like that then a couple nights before that were more like four um and I don't set out to do that I'll, I'll tell you my I've had a doctor tell me that he thinks I'm a genetic short sleeper I am um, when I wake up usually I, 
I set my alarm for 5.45, and I can count on one hand the number of times that I've slept through to the alarm, but I just wake up, and I love early mornings. I am full of energy. I make a pot of coffee, and I get started working. And, you know, most of my working day is with lots of people going lots of different directions. Everything that I do in my professional life is project-based. And so in any particular class, I may have six or seven different groups of kids working on different things. And so I need time that I can really think and I do a lot of writing. Um, and the morning is, is, is right for you. It, it, it is. Right. And I am not a late night person. I am my, the same friends that, that like to challenge me by suggesting that they have an impossible problem that needs to be solved. The ones that know me well, um, know that after nine, nine thirty, I'm, you're done. It, I'm just, I'm, I am. <laughs> You're done. Well, and I can be present, but my brain starts to slow down. It's just not the best time for me. Um, yeah. yeah the, the, there's a, a sensation uh, when everyone is asleep and you're the only one awake. There's this almost like you can feel it in the air where it's just complete silence. Yeah. There's no static in the air. And I'm a pretty extroverted person. I like people, but I also need that quiet time. Um, but again, I am blessed with a very high energy level. I just, I just have it, and I'm grateful for it. It's nothing. There's no... Um, Do you exercise? Oh, oh. Um, I get a lot of exercise in my day-to-day life because I'm lifting and hoisting and, you know, Jay, I'm a farmer. I mean, right? <laughs> like I spend a lot of time really dirty and I do a lot okay, so of you got farmer physical strength. labor. That's right. Yeah, I don't take time now. Now, like you're not I've going been, to the gym well, or I've going member, doing Pilates or you know yoga or yeah, you know run no, the lake. So, um, my husband walks a lot, and I enjoy spending time with him anytime I can. Walking with him, um, I have run. So, I I told you that that I grew up as a dancer and. I have really um, a lot of arthritis in my feet from so many years in point shoes. And it's worth every ache and pain now because that was a really wonderful time in my life. But um, a lot of running just was not a good thing. I have been a member of the Lakeland YMCA for many, many years. My mom and dad were both on the board. My dad was part of the group that helped start the why a long time ago. And so I am a loyal, devoted uh, YMCA member, but I don't spend as much time working out as I would like to. I was kind of a three day a week lift weights sort of a person. Um, I think you're blessed with genetics and energy, right? Whereas like, you know, I don't ever foresee you, uh, I don't ever foresee you getting overweight yeah. Right, yeah, I don't you're, and you're gonna all have it. <laughs> I really don't, but um, 
But some of it, I think, is just the pace of the life that I I just really enjoy. I enjoy um, enjoy physical labor, and okay. I do a ton of it. All and right. so, um, but but I ought to. I, I my doctor is going to be listening, and I'm going to get fussed at. Um, I definitely should have a goal of spending more intentional time getting cardio workout. Right. Okay. Yes, that would be good for me. Okay. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, you've heard it before. Um, Cause I'm a fan. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, I didn't think people would actually listen to this podcast. When I first started, I was like, you know, there's going to be a handful of people that listen to it. No, there's there are people are listening. Yeah, we listen. Come on, man. Okay. All right. Uh, so silent masses. that's right. Okay. Um, so what do you want? Jennifer? You know, Jay, I tried because I knew this question was coming. And so I kind of tried to think about it. And to be honest with you, I just, I was having a really hard time. Um, I want my life to make a difference. I want to be a part of, I don't know, I think the best word is thriving. Um, the Bible calls it shalom, just that idea of all things well or all things right. I want to, I want to pour out my life, helping that happen in our community. That's what I want to spend my life doing. And I've done it in one way for a long time. And now I'm looking forward to the privilege potentially of expanding that to be able to do more good in the world. That's what I want to do. That's what I want. I would, I would ask you, and you know me, I, I would ask you, okay, what do you want for yourself? But I don't think you have another answer in your bag on that one, do you? I, that is for myself. I mean, I, that is how I am wired, and that is where my greatest joy comes from. It, and it is a, in many ways, it's a, it, it is for me. I, there is nothing that makes me happier than finding a way to get something done that nobody thought was possible or watching a kid light up because for the first time they're asked to do something that's real and meaningful and important to them. And that's, sure, it it, it is in service of others, but it makes my heart sing and it brings me joy because it's the way I believe God made me. Wonderful. How do people find you? Well, goodness, there are so many ways. Um, Jennifer at jennifercannady.com. Um, you can find me on my website. I'm all over social media and man, I'd love to sit down and have a cup of coffee with anybody who wants to have a conversation. Wonderful. Thanks for coming on the show. Well, thanks for the privilege. Yeah, this yeah. was super fun. I'm glad you were able to make it. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the JJ show brought to you by karate beyond discipline, focus, confidence, karate beyond.com. 